We're going to get into the fact that Premier Daniel Smith uh, has allegedly discussed COVID-19 charges according to a video that's now been released. So uh, let's let's try and set the scene here. So Arthur Pawlowski is a Calgary street pastor, okay, relatively controversial figure. He was charged in connection with the Coots border blockade last winter. Just before he was set to go on trial, Premier Daniel Smith had a phone conversation with him, and that is what is now being released and looked at. In this phone conversation with him, she promised that she would discuss his case again with justice officials. This, of course, going beyond all those earlier calls that she had made on COVID-19 prosecutions. So uh, let's listen to some of the audio from it. So this is her saying to Pulowski that she has asked about this, as she says, almost weekly. Once the process is underway, I can ask our prosecutors, is there a reasonable likelihood of conviction? And is it in the public interest? And I assure you, I have asked them that almost weekly, ever since I got started here. There have been a number of cases that have been abandoned at the last minute as they've gone through that assessment. And I'm very hopeful that that will be the case for more cases, but there isn't really a mechanism for me to order them to drop cases. complicated that way. It's just the way our legal system works, I'm afraid. So that's Premier Daniel Smith talking to Arthur Pulowski. Now, this also goes back to January, where there were allegations that someone on her staff emailed the Alberta Crown Prosecution about cases that had to do with that court's uh, border blockade. And so at that time, uh, the Premier's office ignored questions about whether or not it was going to conduct any sort of an investigation. Uh, and they issued a statement saying Premier Smith has not been in contact with the Crown prosecutors and has no knowledge of anyone on her staff having done so. So, I mean, ultimately what this does is it raises questions of of unfair interference into our justice system. Now, the NDP is calling for an investigation, but I'm wondering where this is going to leave Premier Daniel Smith politically, as of course we get very close to an election in this province. Okay, lots of opinions coming in on the text line for this one, and I, I want to get back into uh, some of your comments as well, but right now we're going to discuss it with uh, our guest, who's a professor of political science at Mount Royal University. Dr. Keith Brownsey is joining the show. Uh, Dr. Brownsey, thank you so much for making the time. Really appreciate it. It's my pleasure. Okay, so, you know, the question becomes, will will all of this really impact Premier Daniel Smith politically? Will it harm her? Will it hurt her? As I'm sure you just heard the tail end of that phone call with Paul. There are people that are just absolutely committed, and this does this does nothing to sway their vote. I, I'm uh, one... Uh, yeah, it, I think you're right. I mean, I think that the, there are those people who will support the UCP and Daniel Smith under any circumstances, whatever is uh, said or revealed or proven to be true. They don't care. It's all going to be they are going to support Ms. Smith 100 percent. On the other hand, there are those and it's already baked in that uh, will never support Ms. Smith and the UCP under any circumstances. Yeah, but you've seems- got maybe in the middle, maybe about 20% who are, uh, you can persuade, either side can persuade, and that's where um, the two major political parties will direct their attention. Sure, so you've got now the NDP calling for an investigation on this matter, and of course the, the alleged email that came out back in January suggesting yep. much the same thing, that there was a, that there was an email from the Premier's office to Crown prosecutors. The whole thing, I mean, is really just about interference in our justice system. So, yep. I mean, is there, is there amount, enough here 
to to really prove any wrongdoing or do we do we need to force an investigation to find out a little bit more there are people on the text line right now as we're having this conversation dr brownsy saying i don't i don't really see any wrongdoing what what overstep did she take here so how, how do you come at this well there has to be the separ- separation between the legal system and our political system sure. And uh, if you're a federal cabinet minister, for example, a good way to get fired is to phone up a judge for one of your constituents. And as soon as the judge gets that call, the judge will report it and the cabinet minister is gone. I mean, for goodness sake, Jean Charest, back in the 1980s, I believe it was around 86, phoned a judge for a constituent and within hours was out of a cabinet job. Uh, He was rehabilitated, came back and all the rest of it. But there you go. Um, The same situation uh, from what I've read and what I see pertains here. Uh, it, I... is, it seems to be. It's alleged that there was political interference in the administration of justice, and that cannot stand in our uh, legal and political system. Dr. Brownsey, I want to get more into this uh, with you, but we do just have to take a short break. So uh, we'll be right sure. back with some more questions. I want to know why specifically this person was who she was speaking to. Uh, so we're going to get into it in uh, in a few minutes. Back with Dr. Keith Brownsey, Professor of Political Science at Mount Royal University. But of course, I want to hear from you, Ched Nation, about this, uh, this audio now of Premier Daniel Smith discussing COVID-19 charges and uh, potentially reaching out to Crown prosecutors uh, for Arthur Pelowski. 780-496-0063 is the number to text. Chelsea on Chad will be right back after this. Having a conversation about this video where Premier Daniel Smith allegedly is having a phone conversation with Arthur Pelowski, who's a Calgary street pastor who charged in connection with the Coots border blockade last winter. And in this phone call, she promises that she would discuss his case Again, with justice officials, she says that she has been bringing this up almost weekly. So is this interference and what sort of damage does this do, if any? We're talking about it right now with our guest, Dr. Keith Brownsey, who's a professor of political science at Mount Royal University. Dr. Brownsey, thanks so much for sticking around on hold. Uh, Really do appreciate your time here. Uh, But I want to get some of your perspective on why the the premier was even speaking to this individual in the first place. This was the, the leader of the Independent Party of Alberta. So why go to yep. that and go to such lengths to defend someone who's ultimately your your opposition in a way. Well, not op- opposition so much as uh, a significant part of UCP support. Okay. Uh, if they can bring the uh, fringe element of Alberta separation, Alberta independence, however you describe it, into the UCP, then it strengthens that particular conservative coalition. Mm. That's all this is. And on the other hand, I think Danielle Smith truly believed that uh, those who broke uh, COVID rules, uh, those who participated in the convoy, were acting out of, uh, you know, concern for the province and uh, for individual liberties. And so Ms. Smith is very sympathetic to that. She's told us that on uh, several occasions. And so she was talking to uh, this Calgary street preacher. It feels like prioritizing um, an agenda, and it, it just that feels a little muddy to to me. Is that is that fair? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, you know, uh, she should not have done that. Are there are there criminal penalties? Probably not, but there are political penalties and constitutional penalties. Mm-hmm. Uh, this uh, she has broke a long-standing convention that politicians simply don't mess. Uh, they don't um, 
engage in uh, conversations such as this with the legal community. No, you don't do that in our system. She, she that's also, straightforward. She also makes mention, Dr. Brownsey, in this phone call, saying that she, uh, she, she says it's unfortunate that she didn't understand the limitations and thought we had the same power of clemency as they have in the United States. Which you know, some people are finger pointing and saying, well, that just shows a lack of understanding in general. And and how can we trust someone like that to lead the party? What do you do? You, do you do you give that statement <laughs> much much uh, much weight? Yeah, it's it's perfect. It's uh, if she doesn't understand our legal system, what the hell is she doing as our premier? For goodness sakes, it's uh, the Westminster parliamentary system. It's a Canadian version of that. It is not uh, the American Republican congressional system. It's just ridiculous that she does not, as premier, grasp the fundamentals of our political institutions. Where do you think this all goes? I mean, does this force the hand of an investigation as the NDP is calling for? Well, I'm not sure what you would investigate because all the evidence is right there. Um, I'm not sure, and you'd have to talk to people much better versed in the legal system than I am, but I look at the political and constitutional end of this, and she has violated some very serious uh, constitutional conventions. This is something that she would be all over the federal government for having done, and yet here she is saying that's what um, she believes our system is allowed, she's allowed to do in our political system. It's nonsense. So what do you think the course of action should be for her? There are definitely calls online uh, for her to resign. Would that be appropriate? Uh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. But uh, take it back a step. If I were advising the New Democrats, and I am not, um, I would want her as my opponent in any upcoming election because this just makes it easy. There's something that uh, many people understand. It's thrown out there. Um, and they can use it against her in an upcoming election. What do you mean you don't understand how our system runs? Mm-hmm. And you want to, you're premier and you say that? My God, what, what, it's just, it's beyond um, words I can use in a public forum. Dr. Brownsey, thank you so much for, for sharing your opinion and uh, taking the time this afternoon. Really appreciate it. My pleasure. Bye for now. Take care. That's Dr. Keith Brownsey, professor of political science at Mount Royal University. And, uh, you know, the tone on the text line here, and they're coming in fast and furious. It's all political. Whether what Smith did was wrong or not is dependent on political position. And, yeah, you know, I think you're right. I think that, it, honestly, in some ways, it almost elevates her as someone who will go to bat, whatever the case, uh, for the freedoms that she's really made part of her platform. So, ultimately, will this cause, cause any damage or even maybe lend more support Come election time. It's certainly an interesting moment right now for Alberta politics. She did issue a statement, and it's a it's a long one, but she did make a statement on Twitter. She says later today, in an effort to continue their campaign of defamatory attacks against me and my office staff, the CBC intends to release an article about a conversation I had with an individual named Arthur Palowski during a live press conference on February 9th, 2023. I referenced this very conversation where Mr. Palowski expressed his frustration to me with pandemic-related public health orders. This should come as no shock since I spent a lot of time before and during my leadership campaign talking to hundreds of Albertans about COVID-related public health orders and violations. As I have previously stated, I had my staff work with the Ministry of Justice to determine if anything could be done to grant amnesty for those charged with non-violent, non-firearm COVID-related charges. As also indicated previously in multiple interviews, I received a legal brief from the Ministry of Justice recommending against pursuing amnesty 
further, as several matters involving this issue were and still are before the courts. I have followed that advice. She goes on to say, at no time have I spoken with anyone from the Alberta Crown Prosecution Service, nor to my knowledge have any of my office's staff. Allegations to the contrary are defamatory and will be dealt with accordingly. Okay, so want to make sure that uh, that you hear what she had to say about all of this because she did issue that statement regarding it.